Welcome to the Manor. Welcome back to the Twin Terrors, Macabre Manor of Mead, Metal, and Mayhem. I'm Jody. <laughs> James. And I, I'm laughing because I don't know what the fuck Jody was just talking about right before we started. <laughs> so I'm not doing it this time, but I had a I had an idea for something to do with the intro. And I can't remember all of it, so I'm going to have to try to remember it and write it down. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> well, we just finished recording an episode where I was having a raspberry chocolate milkshake stout, and I'm still finishing it because it's pretty deep. Uh, amazingly, I I'm still okay. working on it, but that'll give you an idea of what episode we just recorded if you're paying attention. Mm -hmm. I think Jody went to go get himself a new drink. I, I did. I went and got some water. Oh, well, I guess that is a drink. <laughs> really? I was just going to put my finger in it and try to get it through osmosis. <laughs> hey, whatever works, babe. <laughs> Don't put your finger in there. <laughs> oh, oh, put your finger in there. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> all right. So with all the Zeppelin episodes and stuff, still like a couple short ones in here. So here's another short episode. Yeah. Jody has no damn idea what it is. <laughs> and even if I did, I still wouldn't. That seems very accurate for Jody's Swiss cheese Gouda brain. <laughs> well, was, I actually was planning on doing a different one, but I've got a good reason to do this one tonight. And you'll find out here at the end. It's nothing like cool. I, just, I Well, it is cool, but it's nothing. You'll find out at the end. <laughs> Alrighty then. It's evidently contagious because whatever Jody was babbling on about right before the episode, I've got it now. <laughs> So, the Slippery Noodle Inn in Indianapolis. Oh, I've been there. Yeah, I've been there several times in my life. Yeah. It's a good play. Wonderful blues, some good brews, decent food. Yeah. So, I'm going to give a little history, and I'm going to talk about a little bit of it being haunted. Yeah. So, Slippy Noodle Inn. Some of this comes straight from their website. And, you know, so you can always go there and read it. Other bits of it come from associated, assorted, asinine places that talk about things. I just needed another A in there for alliteration. Yeah. The, the websites were fine. But the Slippery Noodle Inn was originally founded in 1850 as the Tremont House and is Indiana's oldest continually operated bar in the original building. Tis still, or still, it is listed in the National Register of Historic Places and was originally a roadhouse and a bar. And being the oldest commercial building left standing in Indianapolis, you could actually still see the Tremont House sign painted on the north side of the building that dates back to the 1850s. Traditionally, has been owned by people of German descent, and it was one of the first German clubs in Indianapolis. Yeah. Then in the 1860s, the name was changed to the Concordia House, and this came from the first German Lutheran immigrant ship to land in the New World called the Concord. Okay. So hence Concordia. Mm -hmm. And a little bit later then, it was changed to the Germania House until the start of World War I, at which time German associations were to be avoided because of, you know, World War I. Right, yeah. The, so the owner, Louis Beck, changed the name to Beck's Saloon. Oh, okay. And then prior to Prohibition, because World War One and Prohibition almost backed up on each other. They're pretty close. World War One, a yeah. couple years, Prohibition, a couple years after. 
Uh, but just prior to Prohibition, Walter Moore purchased the saloon and named it Moore's Beer Tavern. Then during Prohibition, it was renamed Moore's Restaurant, although supposedly, because I don't want anybody getting in trouble, even though it was almost 100 years ago now. <laughs> yeah. A beer was still brewed in the basement. Then I believe that. Oh, yeah. And after Prohibition ended in 1935, it was renamed back to Moore's Beer Tavern. Yeah, cool. In the 1940s, Boris Petercheff purchased the saloon and Boris ran the tavern until early 1963 when Amelia Fenout, the property owner, took over. But she found out pretty rapidly that she did not enjoy running a tavern, so promptly put the business up to sale. So then, Harold and Lorian Yegi Bought the bar in late 1963, taking final possession. And here's where I kind of laughed in the episode we just recorded where Jody mentioned Friday the 13th. Uh-huh. Took possession on December, Friday the 13th. <laughs> After a lengthy family debate and a vote, the name was decided to be the Slippery Noodle Inn. Okay. The noodle remained in the family since that time where Howe, current person, took over the bar in 1985 after his father's death, and it has grown during those times from a simple one-room lunch counter into Indiana's premier blues club. Yeah. The the website actually says the Midwest's premier blues club, and, and I will say Indiana's, and I would say one of the Midwest's. Yeah, because I'm sure there's probably one in Chicago that yeah, I would say there's several in Chicago, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the House of Blues, for one. Well, yeah. Uh, but to, to move on and continue, keep this nice and short, maybe, unless Jody has things, but we'll, we'll get to some more. We'll get to some anecdotes here in a minute. I've, I've only got one anecdote, so. Oh, cool. All right. Wait, wait, two. I have two anecdotes. Ah, 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 three. <laughs> <laughs> So we'll get to those in a second. The inn, I'm going to keep going, okay. <laughs> has seen all types of activities throughout its tenure of all sorts of, you know, under all the names, uh, because during the Civil War, it was a way station for the Underground Railroad. Hmm. Okay. During Prohibition, the Brady and Dillinger gangs used a building in the back that was originally built as a horse stable. Uh, they used it for target practice, and supposedly, I've, I've not seen this, but supposedly, uh, several slugs still remain embedded in the Lower East Wall. Okay. And of course, liquor and beer were, were distilled and brewed in the building during Prohibition. Yeah. And then later on, after Prohibition, when Moore owned it, uh, Bordello was used there. It was opened at the uh, at the inn and it remained open until 1953 when a patron was killed. Hmm. And supposedly, well, I, I don't know about supposedly, this one actually seems factual from what I could find. And the two customers of the bordello got into an argument over one of the women, uh, one of them killing the other up, upstairs where, you know, you would go and enjoy the bordello women. Yes. Walked downstairs. And most of the things I found said left the bloody knife on the bar, but a couple of them said stabbed the bloody knife into the bar. Oh, okay. And one of the stories I read that it was actually a gangster engaged to the woman of whatever kind of repute you want to say she was. Yeah. He was okay with her working there until they got married, but evidently that only lasted a while because then he got jealous, came in, stabbed the guy she was with. 
dude. <laughs> you knew when you married her. That's right. Don't marry hookers or strippers unless you're really, really, really chill. <laughs> Some people have claimed to see the spirits of cowboys, slaves, prostitutes, and even a caretaker. Okay. There are claims of wine bottles being found open in the basement, although that doesn't necessarily mean it's a ghost. <laughs> no. <laughs> but they have found human remains in the basement, and psychics, when they go down there, have seen ghostly hands come up through the floorboards. Ooh. And certain rooms on the second floor have particularly seen unusual activity. Mm -hmm. Some think these are the ladies of the bordello who especially don't like men coming up to the rooms anymore. Yeah. There was a female employee who, on the you know up on the second floor, was walking down the hall, saw a door open, so she hurried by because she knew nobody else was up there. And then when she came back by, it was closed. Hmm. And another time, an employee and a couple of stories say it's the same employee, and the others just says an employee. Uh, so you know, one whatever yeah. says door open, lady came out of the room and stared at that employee with black pit eyes. You, yeah, that that would be creepy as fuck. <laughs> mm -hmm. And now here's the cool part, and this is why I decided to do this one tonight instead of the other one I had on tap. Um, no pun intended, but it worked out pretty well. Yes, I, I see what you did there. <laughs> I uh, I stopped by to get a pint at Scarlet Lane, mm -hmm. and um, well, actually, we were talking about certain things because none of them have met Jackie and. They, they keep insisting that I don't actually, like, I have an imaginary wife. <laughs> <laughs> but then, then they're talking, it's, like, I, I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> then they said, well, we've never seen actually seen you outside of the, the place either. But you may, you may be the brewery ghost. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I do have this thing, I can't, they open up the, the big garage door when the weather's nice. And when I first come in, when I leave for the last time like i'll go in and out of the garage door if i'm already there to go out to the car and get something and come back in but when i first arrive and when i leave i have to go through the main entrance i can't go through that bay door and then, then they're like oh it makes sense now <laughs> <laughs> one of the brewers was there said well nick he saw me at the zoo brew thing a couple years ago and they said well yeah but that's because we had the scarlet lane hearse there <laughs> <laughs> but anyway uh the reason I did this tonight was one of the other brewers, Cody, was there. And I was talking about doing this episode tonight or, you know, sometime because I had my notes there on the calendar. He's like, oh, yeah, I've got some buddies. So actual, I, I guess, secondhand accounts because I'm getting it from somebody who heard it directly from the person. Yeah. Or, or people. He, know, he knows two uh, friends that work there. Okay. And he said one of them would go down to the basement and always, you know, had a creepy feeling. But one time... uh on the other side of the basement, it's where they keep the kegs, and the kegs actually fell and hit the floor. And these were empty kegs, but they didn't bounce. Like they didn't just fall over and go bang, 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 bang. They went kapoof, thud, stayed. Huh. Freaked him out. And uh and he also talked about that there wasn't just the one murder, there's a second murder, and supposedly that weapon is still there hidden away in the walls someplace. Okay. But the uh, the other creepier part was. Uh, one of his other friend that works there actually says that he would see shadow people in the doors all the time. Ew. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
some of the stories I'm like, eh, sure, maybe, you know, ghost prostitute, ghost slaves, you know, underground railroad. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. A cowboy part. I don't, I don't know what the fuck somebody saw a cowboy. Maybe it was a, uh, one of the gang members with like a bowler hat on and they're like, Hey, look, a cowboy. <laughs> yeah. When, when, uh, Cody's telling me about the other guys, especially the shadow people. I'm like, okay, that's creepy. Cause that's actually recent too. Yeah. No, but other than my little anecdotal things, man, that's it. Do you, do you want me to get my anecdotes first or would you like to go? Um, I, it doesn't matter to me. <laughs> All right, I'll go. Okay. So, I mean, I, I already mentioned I've been there several times, uh, mm-hmm. all the way from when I was young and in my early 20s to even, I, I didn't get the blues, but I went there just a couple months ago just for a, a lunch, you know, got a beer and a, a burger or mm-hmm. tenderloin, I think, actually. No, well, mm-hmm. could have been fish. Yeah. But <laughs> anyway, it's good. And the fries were good. Okay. But I, but I did go there at night several times when I was younger for the blues and check them out. For example, Governor Davis, who I will mention when we get the blues episodes of our favorite artists, yeah, is uh, maybe Indiana's premier blues man. Okay. Well, he he passed away not super long ago. Oh. Hmm. As, as, yeah. Uh, I'm not going to worry about looking it up, but he's been playing a long time, and I saw him there. Fantastic. Awesome. And our, our buddy Sam who we've mentioned many times on, he's been on the podcast. Yeah. No, we went there. Uh, well, we went to Indianapolis on his 21st birthday. So there were four of us, uh, co- you know, a couple other friends and the two of us go to Indy on his 21st. And we kind of hit a lot of the downtown places, but one of them was slippery noodle. Nice. But as we're there, a young woman actually came up to me and handed me a rose and said, this is for being the hottest guy in the place. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, so I'm 23. This is where I had my long hair and was, you know. Um, no, no, 23. I'd actually cut my hair. Yeah, by then I had yeah, short hair. Did. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, so Sam was a little jealous and and miffy, not not in a bad way, but he's just like, it's my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, I got a rose. <laughs> maybe, maybe she meant, you know, you 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 look like you're very warm and, and sweaty. So you need this. Yeah, yeah, the rose will make you smell better. <laughs> That's what you should have told Sam. <laughs> she says, come on, baby. Be cool. Every rose has its thorn. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> That's where the cowboy came from. <laughs> anyway, that's those are my notes on the Slippery Noodle Inn, which is a kick-ass, historic, blues-haunted bar in Indianapolis, Indiana. Yeah, I had, I had a couple of I I went there once. Our our friend Heather uh, actually met our friend Heather there for for lunch one day. It was before she uh, married her current husband and and moved away. But, well, yeah, <laughs> but that, <she> obviously, was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But she was uh, she was working at uh, one of the clubs in downtown Indy, and I was I was in town, so she was she wanted to. to... Anyway, yeah. Um, so I met her there, but I, my mom has told me that. I guess when she was little and they, they lived in Indianapolis for a while. Um, my grandfather worked for the railroad and I guess that's where he would go for lunch. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, so he'd anyway, been working that, on the railroad and Heather been working on the, the poles. <laughs> I, I certainly actually wasn't thinking of her earlier when I said something about being engaged to hookers and strippers. <laughs> no. Anyway, nice. 
good anecdotes. Yeah, cool. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's it. Short episode. Got some bigger ones coming up and some smaller ones. That's, yeah. that's what they said the bordello. <laughs> <laughs> Rate us, review us, share us. Meet us at the Slippery Inn and Slippery Noodle Inn and buy us a beer. The Slippery Inn. The Slippery Inn. <laughs> That's what the lady said. <laughs> <laughs> but on that note, <laughs> I'm James. I'm Jody. And we'll Slippery Inn to you later. <laughs> Bye. The Macabre Manor is brought to you by the Twin Terrors. All rights reserved. Stay tuned for some fun outtakes. Slippery or noodle in to you later. <laughs> I wondered about that. You left the noodle out again. <laughs> I hate it when Get I do away. that. Nobody wants to see that. <laughs>